Well, and I want to tell you how un-American is this is like you organize for nine months to run an election to get access to a hidden $500 million loan. So that's the whole reason why we run. That's all we care. Just that's all we want. And then you win and you go, hey, there's going to be an election. So after you win, they go, hey, there's going to be this city council. There were no uh, special sessions for December. It's Christmas. And out of the blue, they just throw out three and you go, wait, this is crazy. What's going to happen? They wait for four minutes before the 24-hour meeting and they drop a 200-page document. Okay, this is huge. And in that this, two, this is huge. And in that 200-page yeah. document, they are reorganizing our city charter so that our, so that our mayor, Julie Fulmer, now has a super majority for Eric's position so that all city council, so me and Sarah just won. We only have two seats. So instead of um, being able to remove Eric with just a simple majority, we now have to have the mayor's vote now counts and yeah. all the for four to one I read in that order to remove document. her. And welcome to We Are The People Radio. This is your host, Jason Preston, again with my beautiful, lovely, amazing, and special co-host, Chelsea Hope. Chelsea Hope, what's <laughs> up? Hi, guys. <laughs> that was a good fake out. Oh, but she is, but it's it good to have Chelsea back. We love Chelsea. I love you, too. She I always, love all she's, of you, She's too. always rock star. Any, anytime you know we got Chelsea, you know we're, we're going to be throwing down. <laughs> and also, Alexia Preston, what's up, baby? I'm just here for the good company. And we got good company. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a super awesome show. Super awesome. Not only do we have Chelsea, we have Jake Holdaway. We did a show with him, and that, that led to a lot of hate. Yes. We got a lot of we, – we've, we've, been, we've been under the gun. We've been hacked. We've been people coming after us. we got people smear campaigns. We should talk about that today because we're going to talk about Vineyard in Utah City. Jake, how you doing? I'm alive. And I'm punching. Yeah. So, uh, you're thriving. This whole yeah. group has been under attack because this whole group's been like fighting the fight. Yeah. Well, when you're over the target, you know, that's what happens. Especially when you're in Utah and all the corrupt people around here. All right. Let's, let's start with a quick toast. Patriot punch. Boom. Here we go. Lexia, ladies first. One, two, three. Put it down. Boom. Boom. Let's do this. I actually like what Jake said before the show. He said, well, I'll let you say it. What I'm only you? allowed to come on if you give me some some of that juice, man. It's it was good. so good the last time. <laughs> Honestly, it is. It really is. good. It is. It's, it's so good. Two or three minutes in, it'll kick in, and you're going, okay, let's do this. Yes. So, so you've been for a while. A shameless yeah. plug. You can get it on our website. It Honestly, it's amazing stuff. It's it's a great energy drink. It tastes good, and it's, and it's not so sugary as Bang and all those mm -hmm. – uh, pre-work all those other ones you get at store so get some help us out it's like flavored water yeah yeah flavored good. miracle water all right uh we're gonna make a quick two quick things uh so you know our our uh youtube channel got banned not banned worse hacked right when they hacked an email they got into our they took down our uh youtube they took down our twitter uh they've made our life absolute hell but we are youtube is now back up and now it's the same thing we are the people ut on Rumble, 
on Instagram and on YouTube. So please get on there, subscribe and share. Help us rebuild that. Uh, these guys think they're going to silence us and they got another thing coming, don't they, baby? Hell no. Baby, we're on air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so why don't you put that naughty mouth of yours to work and talk about the March for Life? It <laughs> <laughs> was a terrible transition, but great event. Great event. And this is, you know, sorry if you are watching this in the future, but uh, January 20th, uh, it's actually an incredible event, uh, Pro-Life Utah, which we love supporting Pro-Life Utah. January 20th, uh, 11 a.m. at the Utah State Capitol, March for the 180,000 babies aborted in Utah since 1973. Uh, big picture here, just don't want to take too much time. Uh, it's going to be at the Utah State Capitol. Uh, Utah is pro-life and pro-family state. We must send a clear message that Utah should be free protect babies and mothers from the deadly objectives of the abortion industry. Yeah. So please support a great cause. Uh, that'll be again, January 20th at the Utah state Capitol. We hope to see you there. And we are in Miami that time or we'd be there. Yes. Right? We're in Miami yes. with the premier of, of, uh, beneath Wolf, sheep's beneath clothing. Sheep's clothing. Yep. So anyways, please go show up, support March for life. I mean, there's very few things, if anything is more important than protecting, nothing's more important than protecting the life of our kids especially when you even live in Utah and you literally have Satanists who are literally, I mean, sacrificing. It's, it's right. I mean, it's, it's terrible. Anyway, on a lighter note and, and on a much, uh, well, a lot's happened since we last had you in our, in our studio, Jake in, in midsummer. But, uh, in case you don't remember Jake Holdaway, uh, I'll just do a little brief bio on him. Uh, Jake is a 25 year farming and Utah Lakeshore, uh, veteran in, yeah. Utah. I've been a farmer on vineyard my whole life till the till the farm was sold. Eighteen years of government procurement and grant experience, uh, and now Boom. newly elected city council of vineyard. Yeah, I just got sworn in uh, Wednesday or Tuesday. So yeah, Yay. and that's you and Sarah was also Sarah Cameron. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it up for Lehigh or not Lehigh for Vineyard City, the people. I think you got some great people out there, and and then I really hope this gets out to people. And, and hats off for getting you know Jake and Sarah in because you guys are up against a monster there, and uh, we're going to get into it. And, I, and I, let's just jump into this because uh, this to me is a very important show, and this is the first show I'm going to we're going to push out on the new YouTube channel because I think it's that important because this is the show, this is the reason we do this show. I mean, if, if there is one reason we do this show aside from the ritualistic exposing the ritualistic stuff and all the corrupt politicians. This is hits at the very heart of the corruption in Utah, and it's it, this this show is quintessential at what goes on their backyard. So, with that being said, Jake, what has happened since well, we last? Well, and first off, if you haven't seen the first one about that, the islands right. at Utah Lake, please go back and watch that. And again, it's not on YouTube. You have to go to our Rumble channel because YouTube was taken down. So go to Rumble and watch that to get brought up to speed because you have to know who these players are. Um, yeah. And this this show. G gave us a ton of backlash because we we're over the target and called out a few people that were not happy. Well, first off, I want to say thank you uh, to we the people. Um, we are the people, bro. Or we are the people. Sorry. Uh, when we first came on here, I remember a lot of people reaching out and attacking uh, Jason's character. And I remember thinking, you know what? I'm not afraid to go in and meet with Jason. And I first want to say of the, the caliber of person that you are um, to first, you know, what, four months ago, come and say, hey, I'm going to throw this story up. You know, the Salt Lake Tribune uh, was slow at it. They were a little bit afraid because we were throwing out some really huge accusations, you know. Uh, but they were, doing, they were doing their due diligence and whatnot. 
And getting out on here and saying, look, I'm from a small city. These things are happening. They're so massive. I, I have a background in this in government procurement. I know it's crazy, but I, we found a hidden $400 million loan um, out of the federal government. And I got to put this at, on the front page. And so I just want to say thank you to you guys. Like, um, listen, like subscribe. And so, uh, yeah, uh, after that, the Salt Lake Tribune gave us some credibility and said, like, is there something there? Um, and uh, they were always following it. They're doing stories or this, but they didn't see it all connected. And so um, I'm going to be referencing uh, the interactive timeline that is published on the Salt Lake Tribune. They spent so much time just is Jake telling the truth? Is, is, are we the people, like what, what I told them, was that true, right? And there's been a lot that's dropped off. So I'm going to go this, I'm going to go through this real quick. Guys, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a small farmer. My family owns a little bit of uh, wetlands around Utah Lake. There's about 100 people that do own special wetlands. Uh, they do not have the deeds to those properties, but they have a federal claim. Um, and they, I, was, I started a project to try and say, hey, Maybe we could donate some of all of these properties to for the public good to uh, put a park and, and some trails through it, working with the Lake uh, Commission at that time. And so I was bringing government entities, about 30 different government entities together to, to solve that. And since we were donating these properties, um, if you remember right, uh, we didn't want any housing or we didn't want any development of them. It was for, to turn it over uh, for ducks and geese. I'm a huge hunter. Um, you know, and, and so, uh, wanted to continue that, that legacy there. Um, it just so happened if you remember right, that, uh, I was leaked a document from a mayor of Utah County, um, that had said, Hey Jake, you probably don't want to donate this. I I'm seeing that they're putting a highway through your property and, um, that mayor Fulmer is a vineyard is involved in this. And at that time I was, a, I was a supporter. In fact, you know, sh during COVID, she was pretty good. I put up a sign. I went to her and the first thing she said was, you know, somebody stole my signature. That's not true. And I just, that's kind of a crazy story. Go to the attorney general. If someone steals a mayor's signature on a $400 million loan, that would be pretty easy to solve. And she didn't want to. So it was like, uh, that didn't make sense. So we waited a little bit longer. Um, and in the Salt Lake Tribune, you can go through that timeline. Um, and we, her stories quickly shift to it's a grant. Um, on, on different social media pages, we got different screenshots of kind of going through that. Finally, we did a, a grandma um, to get to the emails and whatnot. And in those grandma, we went to the state records committee to say, hey, we need these. And um, the someone from the legislature actually uh, put in and said, hey, we have confidentiality stuff here. We're not going to allow these to come out. And, um, you know, for a small community like Vineyard, where we're 20,000 population, we had a right to know, are they, are they, you know, they're building a half a million people out on the middle of the lake. Um, and they're also suing, uh, if you guys remember right, uh, the professor Ben Abbott for $3 million for speak, even just talking about it, you know? Um, and, and so we as a small group of vineyard citizens were like, we're going to organize. And so we organized the vineyard political group, um, about 50 people that just said, Hey, we're not going to allow this big entity to come in. And so we didn't get those documents. And so it's kind of crazy. We decided to say, well, one of us should run for city council because the council gets access to these loan documents, right? Um, and so we met for about six months and we really got down to the core constitutional. We get to petition our government and we get to know what they're doing. And through that selection, nobody put their name in. 
And I said, you know, if, if no one is, we found a, a really amazing woman, Sarah Cameron, that said, I have no desire either, and but we'll we'll do it. And uh, so we ran a campaign, and but we knew that this massive entity was going to target us. We knew that, um, you know, there <laughs> we're just like you don't try and do a $6.5 billion project in the middle of the lake and, and small little farmers and citizens reveal it, that you're not going to be a target. You know, and you, you think about that a lot and you guys have been targeted. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy to think, you know, in, in, in Utah. So um, some of the financials come out and you have some of the biggest uh, lobbyists, you know, Stan Lockhart and a few others that you're like, whoa, why are you in small vineyard doing, you know, campaigns, Google ads, Facebook, you know, what, why are people uh, doing robocall stuff? Like, and so you just say, you know, we got integrity. We're, we're going to, we're going to move forward. And, uh, they did a, they did a mass text out about me and send it out to all the citizens and, you know, said that I was a fraudster and my company and everything. And yeah, I mean, get this. I mean, this is this, they send out a, a, this, well, we don't even know who obviously was the yeah. lobbyist, but, it, but so there's some some unknown person sends out an email a text to every it was a text or email what was it it was a text message to and and they put Amber Rasmussen a, a current a current sitting council member put their name on it but she didn't say it was her um, but it does say hey you need to learn about this and it came from like utahgop.org so it was yeah, like a some, GOP some like untraceable that looked official right. but basically it slandered everything it slandered you it actually slandered us, me personally yeah and tried to throw my name and us under the under the you know, decided bus. to share a police record from 2015 because that's relevant right and uh <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bad guy you know i'm i'm sitting before the provo city council just saying and i'll, I'll tell what i was talking about there in a second but um, I get a text from my wife and my children all got text messages saying that I'm a fraud and I go home to my wife and she's just bawling like, what, what is this? And I'm like, we're a small little city. I have no idea what's coming in, you know? And so I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And so I said, you know, it's like six o'clock. I'm like, I will be on zoom at eight o'clock in two hours, whoever attacked me through this. And I threw it out to all the entire city and just said, if you, if you want, nobody showed up. There were about 200 people that are on my side that showed up and no one took claim. And I said, okay, I'll go through any accusation about my business, you know? And they were, they were mad about a, a survey software that I had purchased five years earlier and how I negotiated a good price, which I did. I got a great price but on the, it. But the bottom line, it was, there, <laughs> the bottom line, it was, it was absolute BS. Right. It was, just just it was like, guys. And that's, and that's what these guys do. Yeah. But, but anyway, Chelsea, I was just, I don't want to take up too much time, but I was, I mean, so I was invited up to, up to Logan, um, to, you know, give a presentation on, on smart cities, 15 minute cities. And they had representative Mike Peterson come and show 30 minutes, how to use the legislative website. Right. There was a flyer going around showing both of our names on there. And what did, you know, the left on X do? Oh, Mike Peterson, you know, associates with crazy QAnon, Chelsea Hope, and he's (laughs) QAnon. And it's like, he literally gave a 30-minute presentation on how to use the legislative website, and we were asked separately to, you know, no connection, but that's what they do. They, they want it. You're over the target. They want to shut you down. That's that's what they do. Well, and they, they even try to, like, separate you. Like, they try to give you fear. Like, don't go on We the People, and you're like, well, wait a second. Why? Like, if it's truth, I'll, like, a lot of people said, don't go to Salt Lake Tribune board. I'm like, I'll go to the left. I'll go to the right. It really doesn't matter. Like, We've got to get rid of Republican and Democrat because it's integrity versus not integrity. Yeah, and in Utah, it's, it's just the establishment. It is. It is not left versus right. It's it's the the establishment versus 
versus the people who are trying to preserve our freedom and expose them. We start running to get to find out what Julie's involved with. And then out of the blue, Ben Abbott uh, does another grammar request of our Lake Commission. Now, I need to set the tone here. What's the Lake Commission? The Lake Commission is 14 you know, different cities and mayors, and they've organized to kind of fix the lake. And lo and behold, their executive director, Eric Ellis, has at the exact same time Julie is doing her loans. He is not telling any of the Utah County uh, mayors that are on this board that he too is putting in loan guarantees for all the cities in Utah County that are part of this Lake Commission. And they put in our project, Wakara Way, like, and they start adding all these projects from these various cities to do a $43 million loan guarantee and a $60 million loan guarantee. And we find that out and it gets over to the Salt Lake Tribune and the Salt Lake Tribune breaks it down right here on the website. Salt Lake Tribune comes in and out of the blue, there's people that are coming forward. And one is an employee that works out of the Department of Water Quality. She's fantastic. She hasn't revealed her name, but the Salt Lake Tribune has. And she comes forward and she says, hey, I need to tell you what's happened here. At the beginning of this, Jeff Hartley and Greg Hughes go out on a boat with Eric Ellis and Julie Fulmer, and they are asking for the first 400, or sorry, $500 million loan guarantee. And she comes forward and says, Greg Hughes was always in a meeting, but he was all, he was never had any email and he was asked not to ever be in any of the meetings. And, and so she, having her come forward to the Salt Lake Tribune, she also comes forward and says, not only did they not win the with you loan, but she comes forward and she says, they LRS claimed that they had won. You got to break down LRS. What is LRS? LRS is the island project that's out in the middle of the lake. And they're putting- That's the lobbying group. That's the lobbying group that they, they want to put a half a million people out there and they want to go and get government money, just like the smart cities that we're going to be talking here in a second. And lo and behold, it's just not Vineyard City. It's all of the various cities that are in Utah County as well. And so- that it's posted in the Salt Lake Tribune and um, they're, they're going to go and talk with Eric Ellis, uh, who's the executive director. And I didn't know he'd been lying to me. Uh, he'd been lying to quite a few different people and they go to interview him. And I kid you not a couple of hours before he quits, just oh. walks away. And a uh, total sigh of relief. I just feel like finally this is over and that we've won. And I didn't realize that this is when the actual fight would start. So when was this? I, and this, I was hear after our this is about a month and a half ago. Okay. So and so about midday at about so, well, noon. Well, I, I want to pause real quick while we're, while, we're, while we're on this because when we brought up Greg Hughes in the last time, we got absolutely attacked right. bringing Barded. him up. So t Chelsea, tell us your thoughts about that, What about her comment about uh, Greg Hughes. Why should people be concerned about that? What, is, what are your thoughts on that? I am not the one who did the original research into Greg Hughes, so I don't, I don't want to talk too much to that. But about but what she just shared, what sticks out to you there? What was the red flag? About which part? What he said about them being on the boat. The thing that I learned and that st stuck out was how coordinated they are to make sure that his name is not in uh, on the emails and that they know but yet he's always in in the meetings and that and that he keeps himself off of things but yet that he's there and and how easy that is of like oh so he's and not easy there he's guiding the meeting and so um yeah that was um that was a bombshell for us well the way that we got attacked after that i mean you don't go after people 
if unless it made a bigger deal of it than it really was that made us really take a step back and say, well, something something seems to be going on here with his involvement. Well, and also like it, it it's amazing how like a little farmer like my little story made. I mean, we have videos that have half a million people that are watching it now and they go, oh, my gosh, what you said was true. And you're like, right. So why, how can he not be on any paperwork? How are they that good at, at keeping him off? Yet he's in these meetings. See, cause it, and I really hope our listeners will watch that first video because it, we just glossed over so much. Right. We did. Uh, mm -hmm. That, that really matters. I mean, when they did grandma requests, I mean, all they, they're, they've got plans to build the whole city, get loans. I mean, and there's no official record. Mm -hmm. There's no emails. Everything has been, I mean, this is to me exactly what happened to Hillary Clinton. And when there's no record and, and they're, and they're literally public servants and everything they're supposed to be doing is supposed to be on record so that we can audit our employees so we can watch what they're doing so that we know that there's accountability. And somehow they've went through this whole entire process and hid every single email, everything, every phone call, there was no phone calls made. And this is, you know, from what I understand, Greg Hughes lobbying or group. Yeah. And so all and this scheming that went around, he was, he was tied to. Right. And, so, and you go, and, and, and one of the things that's crazy is you go, wait a second. So you were, you were told not to ever include him, but he was there. And it's like, oh, okay. So that's interesting that, that we're that sophisticated right. in Utah to be See, able to go through. And, and, then and, the other, and then the other thing, the other thing though, that's really important is, is this employee starts to track what's going on. And uh, the EPA tells LRS that they didn't end up getting the loan, that they didn't get that approval. And Yet they go to the governor's office and in the start of the tribune, you go through the timeline, they go through and they, and the employee comes back and says, um, they were not awarded. And they, they put together this press conference and the employee called the EPA and says, Hey, this lobbying group is saying that they won. And the EPA emails back and says, we told them last month that they didn't get it. And they're like, so they wanted to further this lie, even though they knew that, that they'd been discovered and that things had been stopped, they didn't want the cards to fall apart um, until the end. And so, um, hats off for her for stepping forward and kind of, kind of topping that off. And that's when people started to wake up about, about the whole process, but going back to, um, Eric Ellis, cause this is really important where it connects to Utah city. So back, you know, I hear, I get text messages come out. Eric is stepping down. He's not going to answer questions about his involvement in the 500 and $900 million loan, just like Julie. So now we have two government entities. Just want to pause. We have the city of Vineyard. None of the city council know about their involvement in the loan. The entire governing body has been has been overcome. And we have the Lake Commission with all of their mayors and none of them know about the loans either. So two governing bodies have been circumvented by this LRS Greg Hughes organization. Like that is crazy that they have that much power to be able to circumvent two government bodies here in, in the state. So after they do that, about two o'clock they go, Eric Ellis is moving to Vineyard City to be the Vineyard City manager later today. And it was like, are you freaking kidding me? Our city? We just discovered that he is involved in these loans. Like, so out of the blue, we're going through calling every city. Hey, did you know about this loan? No. Did you know about this loan? No. So this entire board, we get almost pitchforks and we're going to Vineyard City Council and we show up and we go, look, there was going to be an, a, uh, uh, an article dropped in the Salt Lake Tribune 
Um, and it dropped around five o'clock. So it'd been out for like two hours. And we go in and talk to the city council and we know the city council is a hundred percent against this because they won't, they won't make public all the loan documents. And every single city uh, citizen step up to the plate and they say, Hey, do not allow an investigation. He needs to talk about this because his entire governing board doesn't know about any of these loans that he's been involved in. And they go into a closed session. They talk to him about it and they vote him to be in as the city manager. I kid you not. And that's when Vineyard City started to glow up and say, what in the crap, what are we doing? And I had a lot of people that didn't believe me at the beginning. They were going, this is just, just not normal. So this is about three weeks before the election. The election comes and damn it, we won. That was so awesome. It wasn't that even was, close. That was so awesome. I mean, it was a two to one, you know, hats off to the citizens. Yeah, to like, I mean, this is what's cool like, when the people wake up. And we thought it was over. We thought this nightmare was over and we're like, hey, things are going to go. We won. And I kid you not, and this is where Chelsea's coming in, about five or six days come through and they go, hey, this smart city that's in Utah, they're going to uh, take Eric, who's just been involved in this, and they're going to create a PID. Um, and explain what a PID is. Yeah, go through what a PID is. Yeah, so it's a public infrastructure district. So a while ago, they created these bonding political subdivisions is what they call them. And it came out with basically their public infrastructure district authorities. Uh, They have the, a lot of them, like the Inland Port has been given the ability to exercise eminent domain. They've already done it in Salt Lake. Um, They can levy property taxes. So a lot of these developments that are going on, like with the high density housing, um, and w- which is unfortunate because you have legislators who are <laughs> involved with the real estate developments as well. Um, but you're seeing your ta- your property taxes go up. And I forget what city w- it was, but in one of the cities, their property taxes doubled because what's happening is they're having us pay for these developments with our property taxes. All they're on the hook for are the bonds. And we're basically paying for these developments, which we're starting to find out in the right. in the framework that they're all going to be afford uh, uh, rentals. Yeah, we're not I'm even going to own them. Right. Um, and, and it's for, it well, was the first well, you, phase. You, you know it's because you'll own nothing and be happy. You'll own That's nothing and be happy. Yeah. And they're trying to get rid of, of the vehicles and making you, you know, outrageous prices to be able to park outside your homes so that it's almost like you don't want to own a vehicle. But so you have these authorities that can do all these things um, and they can create. So we've got the Military Installation Development Authority and then you have the in Utah Inland Port Authority, which Greg Hughes, actually, that was his baby. Right. Um, yeah. I hate to pause, but I'm going to pause, okay? Because we got so much heat on Greg Hughes. And for for the record, I was a huge, always been a Greg Hughes fan. I I was too. Yeah. But the the Inland Port, which was absolutely a disaster. When we brought on... um, Mike Schultz. Mike Schultz. Mike Schultz, they took it from Greg Hughes, who was running it. And then that's when it was under, when when it was Mm -hmm. the most nefarious. Okay, so yeah. he was involved in the Inland Port. <clears throat> China. When Trump comes in and says, hey, we're turning off the money train to China, if you read the Associated Press article about Utah and all the ties to China, there was a point in there, there's uh, a, a section there where it talks about Greg Hughes actually responding to China and saying, we are not like the U.S., the United States. Utah is a longtime friend of China. Basically calling out Trump and saying that we want it, that it's important that we keep that, again, standing up for China. And the other thing, SB 54. Mm-hmm. Which is what has completely demolished and turned and and re- re- neutered the Republican Party and the convention s- system. He was the Speaker of the House, and he voted for that. 
So, I mean, and then you add this, his involvement there. I'm sorry. I mean, are we supposed to call people out only when they are a known bad guy like Cox? What happens if someone who I like, all of a sudden I find out, am I supposed to close my eyes and pretend it's because I like him and because he ran saying Mm -hmm. he was a pro-Trump guy? Well, and a reminder, he also sits on that U.S. Global Leadership Coalition, which is like all the U.N. and Rockefeller and and uh, Rothschild and Soros and Clinton and Kissinger and all these, you know, people. We have a Utah chapter and he sits on that board. And, and, and this is Utah. And this is what what's so hard is we have people who they are so good at masquerading as a conservative and pretending that they that they care and talk about the Constitution and mm-hmm. talk about this and talk about the church. And meanwhile, this is who this is who these people are. And, and I'm sorry, I have no loyalty to people and whether it's it's loyalty to truth. And if, and if someone's going to turn, even if they start good, they need to be called out. So I'm, so yes, we did call him out and there is good reason why we called him out. I liked the guy. And in fact, but for the record, I invited him to come on the show. And after that, he, he is, he, he is ghosting us. I mean, I would love to have him come in and explain anyone should ask him, why was he involved in China? Why is he yeah. a vote for SB 54? Why was he involved in the import? Why is his Utah yeah. Lake authority been involved in going after and been destroying Ben at BYU for questioning yeah. and cha- challenging them. Yeah. I'm sorry, too many questions. These guys have to start being held accountable. And well, not just the people who everyone knows is the bad guy, but the people who especially masquerade as one of ours. Well, and I want to tell you how un-American is this, is like you organize for nine months to run an election to get access to a hidden $500 million loan. So that's the whole reason why we run. That's all we care to Just... That's all we want. And then you win and you go, hey, there's going to be an election. So after you win, they go, hey, there's going to be this city council. There were no uh, special sessions for December. It's Christmas. And out of the blue, they just throw out three and you go, wait, this is crazy. What's going to happen? They wait for four minutes before the 24-hour meeting and they drop a 200-page document. This is huge. This this is huge. And in that 200-page document... They are reorganizing our city charter so that our so that our mayor Julie Fulmer now has a supermajority for Eric's position, so that all city council. So me and Sarah just won. We only have two seats. So instead of um, being able to remove Eric with just a simple majority, we now have to have the mayor's vote now counts and yeah. all the for four to one I read in that order to remove document. her. Can I play a quick video on this that that went pretty viral on Instagram? Yeah. It was yeah. one of ours. No, it's not one of ours. No, it's not. It's actually one of the fastest growing cities in the state of Utah. When I was growing up, it used to be like this big industrial land, but they got rid of all of that and they have built up this beautiful community. They are now a fully incorporated city. They have a mayor. Her name's Julie Fulmer. The chaos that is happening in the city cannot go unnoticed. So Julie Fulmer, the mayor, has been pushing for things that the people are not okay with. They have been looking at building these islands on Utah Lake to build more housing that will give tax money to Vineyard. But there's so many problems with it, the way that growing around trying to get the bids, trying to get the money, using taxpayers' money to do it. Just a new city, and they need to probably not do that and put it to resources of the people actually living there. People aren't liking what's going on in the city, and there's four councilmen. They voted out two of them, and there are supposed to be two new councilmen starting January 1st. Well, Julie, the mayor, doesn't like this, and so she decided to make chaos to where she is pushing agenda items to vote to give her more power, that the councilmen have less power before her two councilmen get booted 
it out on January 1st. They had a meeting last night, and I'm telling you, it was chaotic. There was over 200 people from the city that showed up. They were supposed to be willing to listen to public comment. Mayor was so rude, so dismissive. After only a few people talked, she then like cut him off. She's like, that's enough. We know enough about this situation. We're going to vote now. And she voted to give herself more power. You guys, it is nuts. I'll keep you updated with more of what's going on. And what's, what do you tell her Instagram? Uh, it is. Uh, she's just a local influencer. Yeah, her, give, her, give her name. She needs her name shout is, out. is Jill Coyle. Um, she's just an attorney, a local attorney uh, that has a pretty big following. And, but and that, thanks, and, Jill. Yeah, thank you, Jill. And, and and to our listeners, what you know, that's the power you have. It's like her, we need more people doing what what Jill did. It was her largest trending video ever with over four hundred sixty thousand views. You, you got we're a tiny little city. It went viral, mm-hmm. and it and it made me feel it, it it really made me feel good. But at the same rate. You're talking about in America, you just won an election and the sitting council that is has a couple of weeks left, they sit down and they go, we are going to vote to relinquish county or council members power and we're going to give it to the mayor so that the new people that we just lost to an election will not have equal power as a governing body so that Eric Ellis cannot be removed as the city manager. And then, and so that, so that first happened. The second thing that happened then they draw, sorry, it's nuts in America. Sorry. sorry. That has to be again to to our listeners. You hired her. She is your employee. (laughs) We have a constitutional Republic form of government. This is a banana Republic. You look what's going on in our country. You look what's going on with Biden. You've got this going on right in your backyard. And you, and this is why if you're in vineyard, you have got to be hitting the streets and getting this woman out. But you're also talking about her, she is sitting as the chair of the Utah Lake Authority. She's sitting on the transportation committee. She said she's voting to remove this and all of these other boards. Like people, other cities can do things. Mayor Kafusi can do things. Mayor of Linden, Mayor of America Fork. You can call anyone that lives in Utah County can pick up them and say, why are you supporting Vineyard's mayor in any of these positions right now, because that would support us. That would help us in Vineyard. And you have to stick together on this because we don't have the power. In in the Constitution in Utah, you cannot remove a mayor. Like, it's impossible to be able to do so unless they broke a law. And everyone knows this is all unethical, but whatever given reason, you can vote to relinquish and remove power from council members before they're seated. What are your thoughts on that, Chelsea, what she did? I, it was completely unconstitutional and disgusting. I mean, she shut she shut down the voice of the people, the people who she's supposed to represent. And I mean, this is exactly why I call Cox a dictator. This it, is, I mean, she's and, acting and, and, like and one. And we're going to get into <clears throat> the, you know, the smart city, but this is why they've selected her to, to be that mayor, is she will do their bidding. That, and that's what I want everyone to understand is like, Vineyard is going to be your city. If if people in the legislature and the powers that be that are, that are at the speaker's position... Brad Wilson, I'm very concerned. I'd love to talk to you. If it's if you're not involved, uh, and Greg Hughes, I'd love to talk to you and get. But but yeah, Brad silence. Will, Brad Wilson is another very very dirty player mm-hmm. who happens yeah. to be running for Romney's seat. Yeah. People need to know who's good and who's bad because right. people just naively believe. Oh, Brad Wilson said this. He said he loves the Constitution. He said he's pro Utah. He said he's pro America. Let's put him in office. He must be telling the truth. Yeah, and he's right. got $3 million in his pocket on day one and but, running the campaign. So, But let me tell you what happens. So after that, also on this 200-page agenda, is that tiny little Vineyard City is going to deputize the construction company. Now, this construction company 
Um, it's called Utah City. It's a smart city. It's a, it's a different, like, uh, Portland-style, high-density thing. New York, Utah. Yeah, and what they're going to do is they're going to they're gonna deputize this construction company so that they can tax, so that they can go out and get $1.5 billion. Now, we ran a campaign against Utah City. So we just won, and in the final weeks... They go, no, we're going we're gonna to help this construction company. And who wouldn't want a government loan, any construction company, you know, plumber, electrician, or whatever. Man, I would love a 0.00, whatever the government loans are, a special rate. And I would love to be a, uh, the ability to tax and, and be able to collect those taxes and get this special loan. And you're like, and a small little vineyard city of 20,000 population in this lame duck session is going to deputize this and we have no way of stopping as is this new elected, me and Sarah were like, all we can do is go to the meeting. And so it went for six hours and I don't fault the construction company for being, for trying, but it's like. I do. But, but you're like. It's unethical. There's no, there's no but, okay but, for that. But that. you're like, how the hell can you, that you're that well connected to be able to do so? And I looked him in the eye and I said, and I, I went up to the pulpit and I said, I will not be holding the old council accountable for this action because they will be long gone. You will still be here when I'm on the council. I will be holding you accountable for doing this in a lame duck session when you know that me and Sarah won in a two to one vote and the voice of the people said this. And they put it out another week and a half. We did it on December. We held a government meeting on December 27th to pass this $1.5 billion smart city in our tiny little city. That is un-American. No, actually, that is that is exactly how we got the Federal Reserve and income tax packs passed yeah. on a Christmas Eve. Was it Christmas Eve? Back in <laughs> 1913, pretty, oh basically yeah. the exact same thing. And so I want to I talk to the listeners about what you need to know because Vineyard could happen anywhere. We need to stop talking about the name of Utah City or LRS. What you need to start looking at is it's the people that are in power and they have the ability to get into whether it be a WIFIA federal loan or to be uh, PID, or to be, you know, all these special districts. It's that the federal government has billions of dollars, and the well-connected in the Utah legislature has the ability to just say, we can give you a billion here, we can give you there. Because, because think about who is getting this money. You're getting Josh Romney in one, you're mm -hmm. getting The Point. They're all the mm -hmm. wealthiest people that are in our state. It's public-private partnerships. Yeah, and, and there's another angle to this, and this is, you know, we just did a show with uh, Lisa Logan the federal and, plan. and the federal plan. And and what she discovered is that with COVID, all this money became available to, to bail out these states. Right. Utah took billions, billions. of dollars, right. okay? Before I forget, yes. so everybody probably saw the article on, you know, Cox is illegally withholding information on where the COVID funds went. His lawyer has to look on it before he'll rub it. Look, I found where the, the, the COVID money went. He gave a bunch of it to his family company, Centricom. So just so you all know, and transportation and all this development and all sorts of things have nothing to do with COVID. So that's where it went. Yeah, and, and, but, and thank you. And, and Cox is coming going down. He, there's too much information about him. People are finding out who he is. But, but the point is, this money got distributed from the federal government, and it all comes with strings attached. And that money that is coming into Utah is is coming in with the with the sole intent that people who are taking it will implement the SDGs, 
the UN and the World Economic Forum's Brave New World, which is why it is going to these smart cities. Yeah. That is the money coming in on the condition that they build these World Economic Forum smart cities, they, that they use it for these purposes. And that's why this money is dangerous. That's why all of a sudden you're seeing this happen after COVID, not before COVID. But, but, but you're also looking at crony capitalism of like, hey, we all would want a government loan for a billion dollars for our own construction company or whatever, but it's like, is that the role of government to come in and pick winners and losers and have these big, massive companies? Don't we want small business? Don't we want yeah. the small entrepreneurs to be able to have a legal playing field? What, what do we say to the thousands of construction companies that are in Utah County that are building houses, that are going through and doing all of that, and they go, oh, I got to go use a regular loan. I got to go through and do this. Well, and wasn't it a bunch of, of uh, politicians that basically, and, and lobbyists that created one of the construction companies that they gave the loan to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back and list, watch episode one. We go through and talk about how so, it's so, owned by the Vineyard City lobbyists. Oh, and yeah, I can't remove him either. They approved his contract with Vineyard City like right after the election that I won. And so he's on as our lobbyist again for another year. And so- um, So they. So I, so I want to hit that too because it's so Utah. I just give a quick recap. So- so give a recap on, on what happened because they, they approve <laughs> they approve a loan to go develop these yeah. and say, okay, we have the money to develop these islands. And now the, and the same legislators and lobbyists that push to get this approved then create their own construction company. To profit from it. And then to they give it then it. they give it to themselves. Yeah, they to, give it to themselves. And no and, and, and they and no one else had a chance to bid on it. Is that right? Yeah. So um, Jeff Hartley uh, is um, he not only does that, but he comes becomes the Vineyard City lobbyist. And he's a lobbyist for LRS, and he doesn't disclose and to LRS, anybody. LRS again is, is the Lake Restoration Solutions Company to to build the uh, islands and whatnot. And um, we didn't know until about two months ago that he actually was a, an investor in the islands and was a part owner in it as well. And so, um, as a newly elected city council member, um, I am I get the opportunity to get all these documents, and I was sworn in on Tuesday, and and I've been saying, get me on board, get me on board, get me on board, and it's just being delayed. It's just being delayed by our city manager Eric Ellis and stuff, and so um, I've got a fight on my hands, and I just I just the city want, of Vineyard has a fight on their hands. I, I just want to say, people in the state, I would like to talk to Cox or anybody <laughs> that is in the auditor's office or the attorney general. I don't you, think the last two are going to help. No, they, you, 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 you're talking about I will, people. I who will, are, I will. The more corrupt listen, than anyone we've talked about so far. Hey, I, you go to my Vineyard Politico group, and I believe in the power of the people, and I understand that this fight, this fight is not going to end. Like I don't sleep at night, and I, I get with you. Then we need to go change those people in those offices to bring this because this should have been brought. And I, and I'd also like to talk to the Lake uh, Authority that's currently in there, the city mayors. I know you guys didn't know about anything that Eric did and you guys are sitting there and you guys could come forward and vote right now to remove Julie, but you could also come forth and say every email that Eric was ever involved would be made public next month. And that would be incredibly good for Vineyard City so that we as a small city could actually get to the bottom of Eric. Because I'm right now all I can do is work with him because I only have two votes. I don't have four. So we need public pressure. So there's, there's a lot of things that, that we could be doing. So if you work in another city within... Um, or, or live in another city, just call and say, hey, this Lake Commission, we should, we, sh we should, they're good people that were on the board and they were, they were um, bamboozled as well. Um, but just moving forward and not looking into what Eric has done, we, we've got to get, we've got to get to the bottom of it. So I want to give a shout out to the Salt Lake Tribune for, because when we did this show, you know, we got a lot of people saying, oh, that's crazy, that's crazy, conspiracy, conspiracy. Mm -hmm. 
I want to give a shout out to Salt Lake Tribune. Actually, I think this. I think the Deseret News is actually worse than the Tribune. Yeah, and here's why: Depends because the, the because the Deseret News you typically think is the good guys, and so, and they're allowed and they are able to bamboozle people much more effectively than Salt Lake Tribune because everyone knows they're the left. But it's ironically oftentimes the Salt Lake Tribune that's more, that actually will call out some of these uh, mm-hmm. some of these people more effectively than Deseret News. Well, isn't and Deseret I, News in Vision, Utah? They're both. Are they both? Uh, you know what? I'm going to say I met with Mike Schultz. He's waking up to a lot of things. He already and, he, and by the way, he's the Speaker of the House. Yes, he's the new Speaker of the House. Thank God we got rid of Brad Wilson. Um, but, you know, and, and like you said, he came on the show and he said, you know, once I looked at the port, it you were right. I was wrong. You were right. He has eliminated all the zero, you know, net zero contracts. He's gotten out of the contracts with Long Beach, California, all this horrible Rockefeller stuff, all the stuff that Greg Hughes done. He's done everything he can to undo. He's he's put his money where his mouth is. Right. He's not just talking the talk. He's walking the walk. Um, I, there are some good things coming. Uh, they understand that the people influence, you know, God said in the last days that, that these people of power would be removed from their high places and we're seeing it. We have people in there now that are in the position to be able to make some changes and they are understanding now with us meeting with them over and over Envision Utah is bad. They, they know that I, th- I think we see some good things coming, but yeah. Well, tell us. And, and the other thing, I had another call out in, in talking with the Salt Lake Tribune, because they know that I'm not of the left. They, I mean, they, they, they listen to this story, you know. Um, I believe that we have got to stop using labels of Democrat or Republican and going back to that because we're being played That's by right. those that have power and don't. And when we started our small group of Vineyard Politico, about half of them showed up and they were, you know, left, uh, liberal Biden supporters, and the other half were, you know, conservative or whatever. And we had to put our, we had to put that aside and go for the greater good right now for our city. We have to fight corruption versus non-corruption. We just said, let's table that. And you know, what's funny about that is we found so many good people that I was like, we actually believe in a lot of what we're doing. And they were like, you know, it, it all turned towards why is this money coming out of the legislature the way this is? Why is it, why do these people that have power able to work and operate that way? And we don't know. And so what I'm going to say is, is don't focus in on these things because if these people still have power, there are going to be another smart city. There's going to be another special district. There's going to be another PID because once that tap of billions comes in, everybody wants a piece. Everybody yeah. learns it and, and the citizen loses. So I want to switch gears to this, to Utah city. Uh, and I want to Chelsea, have you kind of drive that a little bit. What should our listeners know about Utah City? Why should they be concerned? What is it? What's going on there? They're basically New Yorking Utah. They've said that it's the New York City of Utah, but it is a massive, I mean, it's one of these mega region smart cities. Um, and really, John Huntsman is at the center of it. So uh, why why does that matter? Alexia's from New York. New York produces some, she produced her. She's pretty great. I'm the exception, not the rule. I agree. <laughs> so but, why, should, why should people be concerned about, about uh, just having a big city? Yeah, so I mean, do you want me to get into smart cities again? Sure, I think, I think I think <laughs> a brief. I think a brief. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So look, what we've got here is is they've they've passed a bill, aspire to electrify everything, our transport, our homes, everything. All these smart meters coming in. Basically, what they're doing is they're bringing in what's going in in China, the surveillance of their people in China. Um, and so, why the reason for the smart homes you saw in China? 
they didn't get their last PCR test, they couldn't scan into the key code, the QR code to get into their homes, right? Uh, when their social credit score goes down, they're not allowed to scan onto, the, onto public transit I mean, because that's how they travel is public transit. And and these cities, what we're seeing, and you can back me up on this, Jake, because you've seen the the um, framework uh, for Utah City, but uh, they're all going to affordable homes, which are smart homes. Um, and they're also starting to, uh, they're going to start paying uh, or making you pay to park. They're doing, they're making smaller parking lots. They're doing everything they can to get rid of, of of parking. I mean, it's in their plans. So they don't want us to have these, you know, private vehicle ownership. They don't, again, oh, you'll own nothing and be happy, right? We're not going to own anything. Everything is connected to the, the smart meters, to the internet of things, um, which the World Economic Forum and United Nations push. And that's like what you see in China. You have the digital ID, which we are now creating in Utah, that bill passed um, on your mobile phone that's tied to all of these these things. And if your social credit social credit score, which they're also creating in Utah now, um, goes too low, you you lose privileges. You don't travel, you your credit you know, your credit card gets shut off, you lose privileges. It's it's control really is and, what these and, smart cities and are. And are they building surveillance into that? They absolutely are. Yeah, you see it going up everywhere. The electrification, you know, I've talked about this. They brought in Stadler to electrify the rail. That is, you know, it's former and current Swiss parliament members that basically own our, our uh, you know, transport in, uh, transportation system. Um, I did find through a energy grant research uh, bill that they passed in Utah, uh, there was a, a grant to invest. It was a $15, $15 billion investment into the infrastructure to oversee Utah's energy infrastructure, and it went to Serbia, Utah. Found the document, we've sent it to Ken Ivory and asked him to look into it, didn't know. Um, these meters, the, the, the water and, and energy meters, um, Rocky Mountain Power has signed a contract basically through their ITRON deployment for the two-way communication advanced metering infrastructure meters. Um, with Wasion, which is China, they have access to the software that runs our smart meters now. So your energy, your water, uh, whenever they want to shut you off to these things, they can. It's, yeah. it's really scary. Well, and, well and, and the other thing, though, that's scary is, is like the good old days of I have to engage my legislature or my county, my city, and a school board. Like four things. That's a lot for a regular family. Now we're... I've got to engage a lake authority, a port authority, <laughs> a PID, a oh, this. And again, these and you're are, like, and these are and unelected. They're these unelected are, boards, mm-hmm. and nobody knows. And you go, who elected these? I mean, it's like a communistic board fascist. where you're it's, like, it's, yeah, it's you're like, and I talk yeah. to them about it. I'm like, wait, you're a government entity, and you get to tax. And they're like, but don't worry, we're not taxing you. We're taxing, we're taxing the third of the people that live here. And it's like, but we're not taxing them. They're renters. And I'm like... So you basically guaranteed that a third, like all of this, is renters? Like that's nuts. Like this entire development, I mean, 60,000 people that they're estimating, they won't give a number on it, but that's how much water they own. Alexi, what um, are your thoughts? It's just nuts. Well, it's funny. You're talking about, you know, the great conspiracy of <laughs> smart cities and things going on in China, and you're talking about things going on in Vineyard. And, and for our viewers, they're like, well, what do I care? Because I don't live in Vineyard and I don't live in China. And it's a multi-pronged approach. It's the surveillance, it's the transportation, it's the high density. Just to give you an example of something that we've experienced uh, living in Lehigh just this week, and this kind of goes what we talked about with Envision Utah, they sent around a survey this week to talk about the North Lehigh Station, which I don't know if you're familiar with this. So this is to explore future development in Lehigh and transportation options within 
connecting the planned North Lehigh Transit Station, uh, formerly known as the Lehigh Vista Station area. So what do they do to get public input? They give you three concept plans, um, which you know are obviously one worse than the next. And then they give you a multiple choice. Which one do you like the yeah. best? <laughs> three predetermined yeah. options that you get to choose from. High density, then, higher density, or higher density. And then they tell legislation that that's we, we got in public input. According to public input, this right. is what the, that's no, your listen, public listen, input. Listen, here's the it best was, part. It was, right? a, it was 100% of people want this. So at, yeah. at the, at the, There's no option for... So if you want to participate and actually speak up, you have three choices. And there's nowhere to put in there that you want none of them. No, no. I, no actually, there's four choices. It's option A, option B, option C, or all, all of three. Them. Oh, my gosh. There's usually four. Yeah, uh, this scenario is what, And this is what Envision Utah does. To, and they take this to our legislators and say, look, yeah. we've done, <clears throat> we've talked to the stakeholders <clears throat> and the citizens, and this is mm -hmm. what they want. And so the reps are like, oh, well, Envision Utah says this is what everyone wants, so let's do it. And the stakeholders, to be clear, it's the developers and the legislators and those who have developed, yeah. you know, that are that are Com getting the bids. It's not mom and pop shops and you guys. Mm -hmm. it, it's not us. It's it's that's who the stakeholders are. So. Yeah. So I, so I'd even in, I'd say take these surveys because you know public input matters, but you're kind of getting backdoor tricked here to say, well, a hundred percent of the time they want options A, B, or C. So that's yeah. what the public wants. I mean, there you go. Ninety percent of the time, it works every time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just I just want to say in closing that if there's anything that we have said about any of the elected officials, I know Jason is a high caliber character guy. Me and you will sit down face to face and walk through and say, is it not true? But we have done our due diligence. The board, the executive or the uh, editorial board of the Salt Lake Tribune. Thank you. I'll post yeah, that article. Amen. We'll post that article and everything that you've got. We, we have documentation of everything that we've claimed here today. Now we don't have... Uh, Vineyard City's LRS documents, and I hope to get that in the coming weeks, sitting on the council and whatnot. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we we've got to come together. Where I'd say in closing is just thank you and support we the people. Like, don't just send this to your Republican friends or conservative friends. Like, bring them in and build bridges. Stop using titles and go. Look, we we've got to come together and get the power back to regular people here here in Utah and. You know, what's sad is Cox says that's who he is, you know, mm -hmm. and I've, I, I've reached out. I've tried to reach out like you've got a chance, but Utah is the epicenter right now. Nationally, the, this is a farce and a joke, uh, you know, and it's got to stop. Thank you. Chelsea, what, what, yeah, take your time. Whatever you want to share, just, whatever you want to add in. Uh, we uh, never get enough of you. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, a quick question. You were telling me, okay, so Julie Fulmer, this is going to be a totally different episode, but just so you guys are aware, Utah has signed a memorandum of understanding with Ukraine that we will um, come into partnership uh, for, for businesses, to create businesses together, that Utah will help rebuild Ukraine's economy. And um, we've signed a joint uh, a national defense system, basically, through Utah's Aerospace um, and Defense Association, which has rebranded themselves 47G in this huge public-private partnership. Um, but we had a bunch of representatives go to Kiev this last year. So remember, right. Cox right. Cox was, um, you know, on on Zoom with, with Zelensky was there, right? saying, well, yeah, and Stuart Adams. And you said Julie Fulmer went to Kiev. I'm going to be doing some great investigation. Um, yeah. I now know by sitting on some leaked documents and think how stupid this is our tiny little city of vineyard is a member of world trade center utah 
and we're paying $52,000 a year for membership of this. And Julie, That's you taxpayers, just tiny little city. We're paying $52,000. I, I, I called all the various cities in, in the county. No city in Utah County is paying or even a membership of this. And Julie sits on their board. She's an ambassador. Yeah. And she no. gets to fly around the world. I'm sorry. I, I got at, no. And it's not on taxpayer dime, but we're paying 52000 So I'm going to be looking into that. Now, can I fire Eric in this? I've been stripped of that power. So, uh, <laughs> well, so go on. What were you so keep, keep going we've there. also, we've been, Cox basically said, we're going to help you in this war. And Utah is now supplying Zelensky with um, aerospace defense systems, weaponry, and armed vehicles. Utah's doing this, so so you had mentioned someone else. Who was it that you said was on the World Trade Center? Julie Fulmer. Julie as well. So World Trade Center Utah, which has brought China and all these people in through UVU with with um, Astrid Tuminez, Stan Lockhart, yeah, uh, uh, you know Huntsman and all these people. World Trade Center Utah is, I mean, them in the inland port, they're like this, you know, partnership. Um, Again, Greg Hughes. The inland port was his baby, and they've exercised eminent domain in Salt Lake City. Um, again, so going back a little bit to these um, public infrastructure district authorities that I was talking about that can levy taxes, exercise eminent domain, there's the the MIDA, but there's the Utah Inland Port Authority. Then they came out with Utah Lake Authority. Right. Um, and then they came out with the point of the mountain authority. So for the point, right, 15-minute smart city at the point, and now it's the the – State fair, but basically these authorities can create these public infrastructure districts. Yeah. And, and again, and these are not Republican form of governments. These are all. <laughs> this is all tied to China, the UN, the World Economic Forum. I mean, not Rockefeller. Straight not takeover. Good this is a straight globalist takeover. People. Well, and uh, do you know who created the Public Infrastructure District Act, which is basically districts just for all of this infrastructure and development? Is what it is. No. Dan McKay did. Oh. Dan McKay. Yeah. Dan McKay did. So let me tell you just, I just really want to read this really quick about this public, the public infrastructure districts right after it came out. Cause there was an article and it says a new form of local government known as a public infrastructure district raised major concerns for Harriman city council members at their most uh, recent meeting. The districts were introduced to the state of Utah last year when the legislature passed SB 228, sponsored by Dan McKay. In his words, the bill allows private landowners to create a debt financing vehicle that will be tax-free so that they can use it for large infrastructure costs. It requires 100% of the taxpayers that live in that district to enter into the district. With the district's creation depending on the unanimous vote of landowners and the board of trustees, right? Because 100% of the landowners, you, you need their permission within this district, right? Being filled by landowners, it may seem like a very democratic form of local governance. The problem arises when you consider how such a district might be used in the case of a new residential development built by a single landowner. If the district is set up before a single home is sold, the requirement to have every landowner approve the formation of the district means just the developer yeah. has to approve it. That's what oh. happened Which is us. what we're seeing. Yeah, that's yeah. what happened in Vineyard. There was no residents to fight mm-hmm. it. And so they're like, hey, we're waiving this. We can become a government. Yeah, this happened in Harriman. Now it's happening in Vineyard. Same exact thing. Likewise, the initial board of trustees can be filled by the developer. Then they set the district a tax rate before um, anyone moves in. So one of the other things I wanted to mention real quick is there's another thing called these transferable development rights within these districts um, where they have these uh, sending zones and receiving zones. And I I don't want to get too much into it, but you've probably heard Marla Oaks talking about these natural asset companies. He's the state treasurer, by the way. Yeah, that all all ties into this. Um, but basically, he, if you own 
uh, uh, development rights or mineral extraction rights or, or these rights in these they're designating them as sending zones. You can transfer them to receiving zones elsewhere. So you can transfer to develop. Well, there was a situation in Mapleton City where, and the details are kind of confusing, and it, the, the, the public sued, or I sorry, did a referendum, and uh, the, the city basically turned around and sued. Um, and they, thankfully, the court upheld the referendum. They're like, no, this is within their right because the way this was done was totally illegal. So I, I, I mean, things that happened here, but basically there's a, a company called LD3 that entered into one of these developments rights. They transferred the rights. After the rights were transferred, the city rezo- you know, rezoned so that they could do high-density housing. Uh, it was then, the rights were then transferred to another entity who wanted to do uh, who rezoned it to like lower density. And then this original company, LD3, comes in and just starts developing anyway, has it <laughs> rezoned to higher density, just total craziness going on, right? Um, so the, the people came in and starts this high density you know, development. The people came in and wanted to referendum it. They got sued. Uh, they won. So I went and looked up the court document for this LD3, which is actually the suburban... Land Reserves Incorporated, and I already know all about this company. It used to, I don't remember if it was owned or run by, but I think it was Josh Romney, but it was one of the Romneys that were involved with this. Um, but this company owns over 500 acres of the Utah Inland Port Authority, which is over these, pu- you know, a lot of these public infrastructure districts. Um, guess who the CEO and president of that is? Who? Dan McKay. Oh, geez. Right now. And by the way, Dan McKay, he's, <laughs> right we've talked about him. He is the biggest bully. He is the biggest online bully to people who like just question the flag or, I mean, he is, he is an absolute a-hole. Well, talking about bullies, you know, I would like to say, you know, it's a trend. You know, if this isn't true, why are you suing Ben Abbott and putting every, sending everything out to shut him up? Why are you? Ben Abbott's the the professor at BYU. BYU. Why are you? called out and said this was bad, this could be potentially, these islands could be bad for the environment. Why are you coming after a Vineyard City Council member and bringing the full arsenal of the of these massive lobbyists and doing mailers? Yeah. And then why are you coming after we the people and hacking them? Like we are, the people. We, Sorry, are the we people. are the people. We are the people. We are the people. We are the people. Like why? Like why? Why are they going after that over and over if the message isn't true? Just so, come and talk about it. I want to. Do you have anything else to share? Oh, I was also and, just okay, going to say that. Alexi, I want you to share that. I was also just going to say the World Trade Center Utah is the one who signed the Memorandum of Understanding with Ukraine, which Julie is part of. So I'm I'm just pointing these things out because you have Rockefeller, all these other people that are pulled in and tied to this. through all these public-private partnerships. It's bigger than... And I want to shout out a couple things because we have, while we've called out bad people... We have good people. We brought yeah. up Marlo Oaks, our state treasurer. He's calling Incredible. this stuff out. He's calling out the smart cities. He's calling out ESG. He's, he's, he's calling out the corruption. Uh, we've got uh, our uh, new uh, Speaker of the House. Mike Schultz. Mike Thank Schultz, you, Mike. who's been standing up, admitting that they, get the, they have so many bills that go through, they're not even reading these bills. Uh, and we're just reps. about to start okay. legislative session, which is going to be... <laughs> It's uh, going to you, be an got, interesting it's, session, it's, 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 I'll tell it, you that. It, I promise you it will be. We've got also, I want to call out Trent Staggs and, and what he's doing. Do you want to share this? Yeah, this I is, think this is relevant and important. Yeah, no, this is in his capacity as Riverton mayor uh, just this week, which is very apropos for what we're talking about today, uh, and him rejecting the findings of the Utah Legislative Auditor's General mm-hmm. Report 
on the performance of Utah housing policy. And I'll just read this briefly, but uh, he is adding Riverton City to the growing list of those who reject the Utah Legislative Auditor's general report on the state housing policy. The report tries to blame cities for Utah's purported 28,000 a year housing deficit, yet it fails to present a single example. Cities don't build houses, developers do. Riverton City alone has 2,800 undeveloped parcel units that have been ready to build since 2016, but developers have not submitted, submitted any plans. We are not alone in this phenomenon. Cities along the Wasatch Front collectively have nearly 200,000 entitled housing units that developers have chosen not to build on yet. The state report does not acknowledge this reality and instead recommends that the state legislator follow California's failed model of imposing a one-size-fits-all state housing goals. The dangerous proposal dismisses the disappointing efforts of our state legislator to solve the housing crisis, despite dozens of pieces of legislation over the past six years that have diminished the exercise of municipal land use authority. Compelling cities to follow the state's top-down approach with a legislature focused on high-density housing has only limited single-family supply. And according to the Federal Housing Finance Agency, Utah has fallen from the sixth most affordable state in the nation in 2016 to nearly dead last in 2013. Um, so I just want to point this out, and then we, we need to wrap it. <clears throat> You've got Julie Fulmer, Fuller, Fulmer, a mayor in uh, Vineyard, who is absolutely out of control, tyranny level. But, you, but here's an example of a mayor who's standing up to the state, standing up to our reps, you know, uh, Trent Staggs. So we do have some good people. And I will tell you this. I'm going to give props to you guys. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> you guys got these guys scared as hell right now. These, yeah. I am telling you, these reps are scared. Because in for 2023, has, and it started with Cox and him going viral with the outright lie about smart city being caught you know, lying to the public. People are waking up. Yeah. You know, we, 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 who was it? Jill that shared that with you. There are so many people, all of you, I, there are so many of us out here that, that are spreading truth. So many different groups, so many individuals. And these guys are for the first time getting exposed. And mm. I will tell you, we are winning we and are. they are terrified. Yeah. It is an election year. They are terrified. This is the, this 2024, this is where we go to battle. And I'll tell you, the exciting thing is they're fracturing. They're falling apart. They're turning on each other because they know we're awake and we see through them. So to you guys, you are the real heroes here because it is you talking to your neighbors. I mean, how many people just check out a post on Instagram from Fox News when they talk about the point or Utah City? Look at the comments. We're awake. Yeah. The people know what's up. And, and that is the greatest power we have, is, is, is the average person waking up and exposing the tyrant and the emperor who has no clothes. So for our listeners, free, keep giving them hell. I mean, we are at war. We are at war for the freedom, for, the, for this country, for our children, for, for the... There is, there has never been a greater fight. There has never been a, a greater... This is, this is it. This is the final showdown His, in, the, in the history of the world. We are there. And I'm going to tell you, for all those who think we're losing, all those that is despair, we're no, we are not. freaking. This is like, let's freaking go. We have these reps scared. The reason they're trying to take our channel down, not trying, taking it down, they're scared. The reason they're going after him, they're scared. The reason they're, they're going after people, the truth, people exposing it, they're terrified. 
So keep sharing, keep talking, create your own content. You don't need to, if you don't like the way we do it, find your way and do it that way. This is not about any individual. This is about we, the people, mm -hmm. and we will win because we have truth. I got no motive. I, I, I was, a, the, some of the people we've called out, I was friends with earlier. And, and when I found out what they're doing, look, my loyalty to, to the constitution. And that's where our loyalty needs to be, not to individuals. I don't care how good they start. If they lose their way, freedom matters more. I've been trying to tell everybody that people keep asking, what do we do? What do we do? What is something tangible, like something that we can do? Um, the the housing and the transit, these housing transit reinvestment zones that the state forced on the cities and said that they legislated they have to do. The cities have the constitutional authority to stand up and say that was not a constitutional law. We do not recognize that that, that here. We're nullifying it. We're, we're not going to do it here. We're going to stand up and say no. That is what Trent did. That's what he did with that letter. That's really a nullification is what that is. Enoch with Defending Utah, he came up with nullification for this months ago. Go to Defending Utah's website, print that off, take it to your city councils and ask them to adopt it. What, how, again, how we take the state back is we, we do it by the cities and the cities need to start supporting each other, having each other's backs. Trent shouldn't be standing alone. All the other mayors and, and city councilmen who want to stand up and be counted in this time, stand with Trent. Start all standing up together. And Nullify. Here, and here's the other thing too, on, on call, I, I want to give Trent some well-deserved praise. I am tired of people running for office, conservative, and they, they don't want to stir the boat. Oh, I don't want to call Cox out. Oh, I don't want to, I want, I want to be a nice politician. We're at war. If you're a politician, if you're running for office and all you're doing is putting out tweets about your stance on abortion, your stance here, and, and you, a milk toast conservative, I don't care what your record has been. Or canned rhetoric. Stand up and fight. You want me to post your stuff? Give me something worth posting. Because a lot of the stuff I'm seeing out there, I won't post it. And give us something so, worth fighting for. Give fight, a, be the fighter that you How want. about if you want to be a leader? Lead. Make me want to follow you. Don't just be some milk toast person. I'm like, what are you doing out there? Yeah, you believe your principles. That's why I like Trent. He's fighting. He's leading. He's yeah. doing something. Last thing. How can you make a difference? I'll tell you how you can make a difference. We're going to be putting together a flyer. These guys are going to put together a flyer. We're going to have it attached. Somehow we'll have a link to it in the show notes. We're, we're asking you to do. Print that off. Get together with your neighbors. Get together with your city councilmen. Yeah. We're going to flyer the entire city. Uh, make sure they understand where we stand with our city attorney. Losing of power. We're going to bring this out. Everyone knows for the most part, but we're going to make sure every door gets it. Okay. So in the show notes, we're going to have a link to this flyer. Yep. Okay. Print it. And whether you coordinate with, with Jake. We'll have a link to find me to hand out flyers. We'll pay for okay. the whole thing. Okay. Let's freaking go. All these people, what can I do? What can I do? Here's your call to action. Let's freaking take Vineyard back. Let us, let's let Julie Fulmer and these people who are actual tyrants right now Feel the wrath of we the people. And just to make sure so everyone knows, it is, it's the Facebook group, Vineyard Politico. Vineyard are, Politico. Are there any other sites they can go to? No, nope, okay. join it. And, and, and you need to be creating your own city groups and controlling your city yeah. group. I'd love to talk about that another time. Just organizing. It's amazing. You and by the way, thanks to Mike, who actually gave us the suggestion. He knows who he is to do the flyers. We got some great people. One of our, one of our great... Uh, uh, followers, supporters, and uh, we got great people. What an amazing time to be alive. Yeah. And, and I just want to thank you guys for coming on. And of course, my beautiful wife, all of us are hopped up because our mm. Patriot powder. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> we get wound up. And our studio team. Can't do it without you guys. Yeah, you guys, we appreciate you. I mean, we got some real rock stars, everyone who supports us. And, and uh, you know, anyone out there that wants to help support us, I promise you we need the help. 
especially we've had bring on a cybersecurity team and it has not been cheap. Um, but uh, th we realize this is, th they're not going to leave us alone. And uh, we've got to be suited up. We've got to have our armor on because, you know, this, this, is, this battle with, the, with Utah's deep state and, they, and the ritualistic people, look, they're not going to go down without a fight. And neither will we. So anyways, love the group. Love the people. Love you guys. God bless America. God and bless Utah. God bless Utah.